What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of V2 Sports Seasons Predictions. Unfortunately, Jason, our boy, couldn't be here today, but we still got the rest of the V2 crew ready to give you a banger episode. Today, as you've seen the title, we got Vanderbilt Seasons Predictions. And honestly, I feel like they're going a little bit under radar of what people are expecting them to do. They have a decent bit of returning production on defense. The defensive line is improved. I feel like the Rapist QB, you know, might be throwing a few extra balls, pause, and be actually doing halfway decent on and off the field. But anyways, let's go ahead and get this episode started. Week one, Hawaii at home. Easy win for Vanderbilt. What do y'all got? Agreed. It's going to be like a 50-point win. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Head coach just got the the, uh, expansion or the extension on his – that was today, I believe. Wasn't that today? Yes. Uh, Clark, yeah. Yeah, I believe so. And he played there, I think, right? Did he win yeah. a DN or linebacker? Yeah, he was a, he was a fullback. Fullback and linebacker. There we go. So, yeah, and it's a fair extension. I mean, when you get two SEC wins and get Vanderbilt out of that cold streak, you got to give him something, give him time to cook. Yes. But went five and six last year, right? Uh, Yeah, they were just missed bowl eligibility. Uh, but, yeah. So yeah. Or five and seven. But this year, I feel like they'll do a bit more. But I mean, like, here we go. Hawaii barely had a team last year. This is That's true, but even then, Vanderbilt last year went to Hawaii and just absolutely destroyed them. And now you're playing oh, yeah, at home mean, with a better team. I'm like, not saying I'm not saying Hawaii's going to do anything. I'm saying it's going to be a blowout because Hawaii yeah. barely had a team last year. Exactly, you're spitting. So, I mean, do we need to go over week two? It's Alabama and I'm also at home. Come on, now this is a win. Hey, I'm from the two five six. Hey. You got to give my Bulldogs at least. That's what I'm saying. Alabama will make this game kind of close. Alabama will make this game kind of close. Alabama is much better though. than Hawaii. That's it. 2-5-6. Throw it up. Let's go. Yeah, they're going to make it closer than Hawaii. I'll give them Take that. away the A&M, and I'd say Vanderbilt loses. But come on. I mean, yeah. this is a this is not don't, good. Don't. We? We're just trying saying, to give A&M some credit I'm not saying it's going to be close, but what I'm saying is, is don't be surprised if this is within two scores. That's disrespectful I mean, to Vanderbilt, look, man. I mean, I'm look, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, so the Bulldogs are sleeping in their own bed that night. You know, they're, they're taking a two-hour drive to Nashville. I mean, it's nothing. I mean, they're going to be well-rested. I mean, my logic is Alabama and A&M, half of their reason they're going there is just to have a couple good days in Nashville. You know, go to some bars, maybe see a concert at Luke Combs or something, and have a no, good time. Not anymore, for sure. I don't think winning is in their, their priorities right now. It's just making money and having a good one, you know. Mm-hmm. But – I don't know. Maybe I'm being mean to the old boys at Alabama A&M. But week three, here's where the real competition starts. Sorry, Robbie. We got at Wake Forest. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I think Wake Forest is incredibly overrated. You lost Sam Hartman. You lost JT Perry. You lost production. Your team is not nearly as good as it was last year. And you had a... Oh, what's up? Wake Forest cranks out wide receivers in that mesh offense. Vanderbilt doesn't have the athletes to be able to stop that. But they have the defensive line. Yet. Their offensive line isn't as good. 30, I feel like Clemson and Wake Forest still scored, what, 38 to 40? How much? Yes, and here's the thing, though. If this was last year, then I'd, I'd say, okay, fair enough. Good take. But Wake Forest has lost a good bit. And Wake they're going to be – Colossus hey, is not I, going to make this game an easy win for them. Here's what makes me feel good about Wake Forest's backup, though. They're, the Wake Wake Forest had the opportunity to match Notre Dame's NIL, 
package and get Hartman to stay, but they didn't because they liked the backup so much. So that really makes me kind of think that the backup will just be a plug-and-play guy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm T-back. What do you got on this? I have Wake Forest pulling it out in a close one. Okay. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and say I do also think Wake Forest is going to win, but it's going to be close. If yes, this was I, at home, I might even say Vanderbilt wins. Yeah, Wake Forest by 17. Yeah, definitely um, agree. That's my uh, I got Wait for it, Forest by at least fourteen. At least fourteen. Yeah, wow. I agree. Wow! No respect to the commies, man. That's ridiculous. I don't think Vandy's made the jump yet. Oh, come on, Bird Dog. What do you got? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give I mean, me I just think, three. Um, give me Wake Forest. I think it's going to be pretty competitive. And I think this Vanderbilt team is going to be better than last year. You know, I mean, third year coach. Um, you know, obviously SEC. You know, competitive. Uh, they play in a tougher league than than. Wake Forest. So, I mean, if I give the edge to Wake Forest, I'd, I'd say by a touchdown. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I just I don't see this being a super like, you know, easy win for Wake Forest. I I really like Clawson. I think he's a great coach. His offense is always stellar in the ACC. But just I don't want to underrate Vanderbilt this year. They returned so much, and I think their defensive line can really break down that. Um, that I think depleted offensive line now in uh, Wake Forest, especially now without your top tier quarterback and Hartman behind running it all. But we got our takes week four at UNLV. You're going to Vegas. And even though it's away, it's going to be a win. Like this another, you know, Hawaii. This is another mm-hmm. team that you're not really going to struggle against. This should be another fairly simple win. I mean, like Am Barry Odom is. He as soon as yeah. he got there, he's trying to overhaul that roster. He told a bunch of players to leave, and mm-hmm. he's brought in a bunch of guys in the transfer portal just to be stop gaps while he's trying to get, you know, a whole new roster in there. Not exactly to the extent Colorado did it, but he's doing it very heavily. So yeah, just a team like that's not going to be able to compete with really anybody this year. Exactly, a team with as much returning production on defense like Vanderbilt. Hundred percent. What else? I mean, I, I think that. I mean, honestly, you know what? This is game four. 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 So, yeah. I mean, it's a long trip. You know, it's a long trip. Those guys from Nashville. I mean, it'd probably I don't know a three or four hour flight, but it's it's far away. I don't think it's going to be as big of a blowout as y'all might think, Luke. I mean, I think Vandy might win the game. They'll probably win the game, but for some reason, going out west, man, those guys going four or five wide. Out on the West Coast offenses, which I'm assuming is what they run, can be a little difficult. You know, they're going to put up some numbers. So, so agreed. You do have a point because the Van- one of Vanderbilt's weaknesses right now is going to be secondary, and they heavily like they struggled last year against any spread type offense, and this year you pr- arguably have a worse secondary. And I'm seeing it as your your defensive line is going to have to carry because my logic is. Good defensive line can make up for a bad secondary. The opposite can't happen. So it really just depends on that front four. But even then, and the jet lag of like, you know, three hours or no, I'm sorry, two, because I think Nashville's central time. I don't think it's going to matter a lot. Vanderbilt by like 17 to 20 for me. Yeah. 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 I'd say about the same, but it's going to look sloppy. Yeah. 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 I could see that because Vanderbilt's still building the team here. But. Okay, we'll go into week five. 
Now you're playing Kentucky at home, the team you just beat, and the team that you finally got your SEC win against. The Wildcats are going to be pissed off. They're coming to this game going, damn it, man. We, j- we lost to Vanderbilt. Come on. This is some bullshit. We're not letting this happen again. And the Wildcats are going to just stomp on him. It's not going to be close. Uh, Devin Leary is going to go brazy. I'm thinking their defense is just going to completely stop the run game for Vanderbilt. It's not going to be close for me. Kentucky by like 20 minimum. Okay. I got but, Kentucky um, by two scores. I was thinking one the exact thing, opposite, actually. One thing that I will say is, and I think me and Dane might be on the same path here, is Kentucky is switching back to what they ran in 2021 with the Shanahan-style offenses where it's a bunch of wide zone blocking scheme. And Vanderbilt's defensive line really is set up well to stop that wide zone blocking scheme. So they're going to be, without the run game, they're going to have to do a bunch of straight-up passing sets, which that offense, when you're stopping the run game, their straight-up passing sets aren't actually the best when you're just dropping back and passing every play. So this game might be closer than y'all think. I still think Kentucky will be able to pull it off, but it won't be a blowout by 20-plus points. I just think that Devin Leary is one of the most underrated SEC quarterbacks, and it's going to be an air show because they're exactly week five, in my there. opinion. I think Kentucky will still win, but go ahead, Luke. Oh, sorry. Um, I guess it cut out a little. But I was just going to say um, – I think it's going to be air show for Devin Leary. You know, it's week five is when teams typically get affiliated and finally have things rolling for them. And also, if you look at Kentucky's schedule going into the um, first five weeks, they're going to be coming in against um, a bunch of pretty easy comp because you got Ball State, Eastern Kentucky, and Akron. And this could be like the first, you know, pretty decent opponent. And I feel like they'll be pretty prepared. Well, I mean, like also at the same time, though, most of the passing concepts from the uh, Shanahan McVay like offensive coordinator tree is play action deep crossers, play action crossers, and a very complex crossers leveling zone. So it's not like Leary's just going to be bombing the bomb, bombing the ball downfield like an offense like Tennessee would. Well, and be that's able to not- take advantage of Vanderbilt secondary as heavily because it's very much focused on play action. Like, yes, a bunch of West Coast concepts are introduced from McVay, which Cohen comes from in the short passing game. They'll actually run some West Coast sets. But that just means Kentucky's going to have to be very consistent driving the ball downfield. And we saw their offensive line issues last year. And I think the offensive line will be better. But if you're just dropping back, 50 times 40 50 times a game to try to move the ball on this defensive line which is again a good matchup against Kentucky's offensive line in the wide zone it's really you're going to get sacked and you're eventually going to be pushed behind the chains and that's why I just think they won't be able to completely steamroll baseball to counter I will reiterate first to your point that I don't mean they're just going to throw it deep every play I just mean it's more going to be that not air raid just style, die but like just you're going to just throw it a lot down the field <laughs> But even then, let's just say for the record that they do throw it 40 or 50 times, which I'm expecting. And, you know, Leary gets a little more consistent as the game goes on because the line is starting to get more penetration. Bottom line is you got to score. And I don't see Swan doing anything. I mean, Kentucky's oh, defense yeah, is stellar, but I don't think that they're going to score. But This game's going to be like a 24 to 
13 or 12 type game and but okay. it's going to be a lot closer than the scoreboard says. You know Fair what enough. I mean? Okay, I get yeah. Kentucky gets a late touchdown in the fourth quarter with like five minutes to go or something because Vanderbilt's defense is just gassed. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah. That would remind me of like Mississippi State when they played Illinois in their bowl game where even though it was 19 to 10 at the end, it looked like it was kind of dominant. Mm. There was a last second touchdown and for yeah. the most part it was like a yeah. you know, three to seven game. But there's a there's a fight at the end, wasn't there? Uh, technically, yeah. yeah. But like, it was it was really dumb because their fight was just that. Oh, why would you return the touchdown? You already won the game. Yeah. You could have just slid. But was my that, opinion, was, there was yeah. the game for the pirate Mike Leach. So absolutely, it, isn't that yeah, wild? That they actually played that in Buccaneer Stadium. Like, what are the odds? Yeah, yeah. you know, you had crazy. the you had the ship, the cannons, right? And then they had like the the skull and crossbones yeah. in the field. It's just you can't write that stuff. So. That was that was a good game too, defensive masterclass. But here we go. We're going in the next game. We got Missouri here, and Missouri, you know, you know, Cockmunch team. Jackson, he Missouri. loves this team. He loves hey, Brady Missouri. Cook. No, he doesn't. They don't. They don't belong but in the SEC. I think. I think this could be a really close. Their defense game. belongs in the SEC this year. I agree. Their whole school doesn't. Their belong. linebacker, Missouri's linebacker core is fantastic. Yeah, their defense I, is. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Dan? Carl Carlton, the safety transfer from Clemson's in his second year playing now at Missouri. He's really good. I like one of their corners. He's a young guy. His name slips my mind right now. Their linebacker core is good. Their defensive line brings back production. And I actually think the guy that is replacing Isaiah McGuire might be better than him. Hmm. So, so the one guy they lost on the defensive line might be replaced. Well, every position brings back production. And the then. Board. And then Missouri has elite athletes out at wide receiver. I don't yeah. know if guys like Burton and Weiss can put it all together for yeah, a full I mean, season, but year. they'll definitely be able to compete athletically mm-hmm. with other teams on the field. And so last, I don't think Vanderbilt's going to be able to cleave it very close. Good. You're fine. Even with Dominic Lovett out, you still have two transfers for wide receiver who are both yeah, going to be fantastic. But Plus this, the best high school rec- Plus the best What's high school it? wide receiver from the 22 class, if you don't count Travis Hunter as a wide Will, receiver. Yeah. Will, Will, do you think this is going to be a closer game than uh, Kentucky-Vanderbilt? No, I think Missouri beats them worse. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a I'm matchup actually, thing. I think, Kentucky might be the I think Kentucky will beat Missouri, but I don't think Kentucky matches up as well with Vanderbilt as I Missouri does. I, I think, think this might can, be the Brady Cook legacy game. Oh, I don't know, because that's what I was gonna allude to, which is like this is the this is the game for Brady Cook. Like, you want a game that can agree. define if you really can compete in the SEC. This is it, because last yeah, year, that's just not there. Yeah, if you if you're gonna have an air raid show, this better be it. You better be getting 350 plus yards this game, because if this game is even within 10, then I think Brady Cook has officially said he's the worst quarterback in the SEC. I will go that Brady far. Cook is a Walmart over AJ Travis. What? Brady Cook is a Walmart Jordan Travis. That's not a bad take. That's <laughs> not a bad take. Because, like, I mean, when you go back and watch his film, I've come to notice that, like, his decision-making is not that terrible. He likes to stay in the pocket a bit more. But his it's just intangibles his accuracy is just so inconsistent so bad like even with players like aj richardson or anthony richardson weeks like one through four 
he was still able to throw some decent passes occasionally, even though they might not always be accurate. But um, this guy, man, I mean, he just he's so inconsistent. And whenever he throws a bad pass, Cooks, it looks awful. It looks like I threw it. It looks like Jason threw it after like having you know fifteen shots of fireball or something. It's awful. I like it. I still think Missouri wins, but this better be like a decently scoring game because if it's not, I'm really gonna have to go in the DMs Probably and like maybe turn into a locker room cancer. Thirty-eight, forty-two points from Mizzou. I don't know how much Andy puts up. Most will probably be guard side, but I think. This is going to be the Brady Cook player of the week. Like he's going to show out this week. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if we're not bringing the bench in by like the fourth quarter, you failed. Yeah. Bottom line, maybe insulting to Missouri. I don't know, but next week we got a team that one of these people is pretty familiar with. You're going to Gainesville. You're going to Ben Hill Griffin to play Florida, and for the record. Uh, people are about to be pissed at what I'm about to say. This is about to be like a six-three type of game. This is going to be a close game. This game's like nine to two. This is a game of poverty quarterbacks because I wish Jalen Kitna was starting because then we'd develop a theme here. Oh then you'd God. have the rapist on one side and you'd have the child predator on the other. It would be fantastic. It would be a showdown because you know there will be no children in that stadium if that was the game. <laughs> but. I think unfortunately we got be rough for Vandy. I, I think Florida's going so, to be very angry heading okay. into this game, and yeah. they're not going to lay off. I got Florida by twenty. Yeah, you were talking about Kentucky. Talking about Kentucky being angry, Florida, Kentucky, and Vandy. Yeah, that is what it is. But Florida, you, you yeah. don't lose to Vandy and in the swamp, it, especially. You definitely don't lose in the swamp to Vandy. Dude, I got. This this might be the game. This there's might be bodies. the game. This might be the merch second half after Vanderbilt's defense quits. So, so uh, yeah, I, still this might be the game Florida puts up forty points. Mm-hmm. Ooh, not happening. So, Will, let me ask you something. In the last yes. game when Florida lost to uh Vanderbilt, what did Vanderbilt do best on offense? What did Vanderbilt do best on offense? Correct. They uh they played in Nashville where it was cold. Okay, fair. But I'm going to say they ran the ball well. And I think that exact same thing is going to happen because Florida's defensive line is not scary at all. It isn't. Well, so what week is this, Luke? Uh, week this is week five or six. Six. Uh, seven. Week seven. So Florida hasn't had their bye week yet. Correct. I will say Vanderbilt will be able to run the ball a little bit. Until Austin Armstrong decides just to load the box and shut down uh, Vanderbilt's offense completely, I will admit loading the box will be easy considering you don't have Mike right now because that's probably the reason Vanderbilt won last game. Besides running the ball, is his ability to play make, and now you got Swan back there. And I mean, like I who, still think this will be close. Which one of Vanderbilt's wide receivers is legitimately going to get open on this Florida secondary? Uh, who is there? You know what? Let me search this up because there because was one. Oh, I, I don't trust Florida's safeties, but if you just run press man with your three top corners, it's not like Vanderbilt sending out five. Yeah, I'm confident Shepard this year, but I just think Jalen Marshall's 
I like they load the box, the I still think it's a good scam. Look, Florida can walk up their safeties. They have four really good options at corner. You only have to put three of them out there. And, like, what are Vanderbilt's receivers going to do? Name one Vanderbilt wide receiver, Luke. Yeah, I'm going to be real. I can't do that. But no, I can't tell you that I still believe that run game will be decent enough. Because, And here's why. With like, two linebackers, two edge players, three interior defensive linemen, and two safeties walked up, I don't think they'll be able to run the ball. They did the same thing against my Knowles, and we still were able to run the ball halfway decently. And I know you're going to say, well, oh, because Jordan Travis is offense. actually a threat to pull the ball on run plays. A.J. Swan is not. I, for the most part, agree because I still think Jordan Travis also played like prime Michael Vick in that game. He was thirteen for Florida, thirty that game. He didn't do State, much. AM Florida State has the uh, how, what's the best way to say this? Credible receiving threats that you can't just walk your safeties up to seven yards off the ball every play. I mean, in that game, it, they were doing pretty well in the passing game, or or Florida was defending it because Travis thirteen for thirty. Johnny Wilson up until like the fourth yeah, that's quarter. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. I'm Florida saying kept, Florida kept their safeties back to try to prevent uh, Florida State from beating them over the top. True, but I am saying though, like that Patrick lost in the point. Patrick Tony, what was Florida's defense coordinator's last year? What was his name? Yeah, yeah, it was Patrick Tony. Patrick yeah, Tony. Yeah. He was he's he really likes to implement. He's implementing. He was implementing a uh, what's that defense called? A Fangio style defense with a lot of cover four concepts where they just back yeah. people up to prevent explosive plays and take everything right. underneath. And that's why he was hired by the Cardinals and Jonathan Gannon, who's going to implement that same defensive system in Arizona. So now that Florida's running a heavy press man scheme, he's Austin Armstrong's basically just going to implement Georgia's defense at Florida. And it's just a completely different scheme. And that's and part of the reason why Florida State was able to uh, run the ball so well is because of Patrick Tony's defensive scheme and part of the reason that they weren't able to get those explosive plays and had to take everything underneath and run the ball last year was because they were dropping back into cover four virtually every play. Fair enough. And we might have spent a little too much time on this game, so we're going to probably have to move on. So next week, the week before the bye week, not really sure if we should talk about this, but it's Vanderbilt versus Georgia. Yeah, it's gonna be bad. That's name name a number between one and a hundred. Okay, I know what we're doing here. That's how many points George is gonna score and win by. Somebody should have said Georgia. Um, if Georgia doesn't play at least three quarterbacks in this game, I will be surprised. We only um, have three quarterbacks on the roster. Might throw in a running back at the fourth quarterback. I mean, we. It might get that rough. Yeah, we. Yeah, we. Um. Maybe thirty nothing at halftime. Yeah. Vanderbilt's gonna score seven points because he got like a dumb fumble return or something. Yeah. I can honestly see All it. Right, yeah. Maybe yeah. a fourth quarter. Like, there's much to say for this second. game though. Anyway, yeah. um, might as well just go ahead and move on to. Well, yeah. We got the bye week, and after the bye, we got uh, they travel to Oxford to go take on the Rebels. So no, don't skip the game. Don't skip the. Don't skip our fun little game that we have. Don't skip oh, the yeah. fun little game. Uh, 
Yeah, so over the bye so we, week, since uh, Vanderbilt nine, players don't really between, get in trouble uh, like one, that. Let's say one in five. Yeah, yeah. One in five. How many, how many uh, players get Take caught? Doing whatever the number is, I'm taking the under. For yeah. those of y'all that don't know what this game is, someone on the show will set a line, and that's how many players will – they think we'll get arrested, and we take an over/under on the number. Yeah, Dane just hit the number at one zero. and a half, and that's free money if you take the under. Solid zero. My bad. My computer decided to shut down, so that was beautiful. But um, are we yeah, still on the? Uh, are we, we still on the? Right 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 okay, there we go. So, did we reach the bye week? Yeah, we're on a bye week right now. Okay, so did we already give the uh, over/under? Yeah, it was one and a half. Okay, I'm taking under. Vanderbilt's yeah. not doing anything. Over under should be. They're upstanding. So one, yeah. one and a half, one point. They're upstanding citizens. Yeah, they're safe, fine. Safe bet. Yeah. But on Swan. I'll move on though. Uh, Ole Miss at Ole Miss at the SIP. Um, God, I, uh, I want Ole Miss is gonna win. But it pains me to say it because I just given Jackson Dart any sort of credibility, even against Vanderbilt, pisses me off, man. He's not. I mean, so why the do thing, you think Jackson you know, Dart I'll just because it's Kiffin's guy. It's a hundred percent going to be him. From what I've heard in camp, that's all he, he's been talking about. This is also now, what week nine. Yeah, but even then, he was doing bad last year, and they still kept him in. Why would it change? Now this year, Simmons to back him up. Well, I mean, like, I really, I really don't think it's going to matter. Yeah, like the fifteen-year-old quarterback. Regardless, Quinshawn Judkins is going to have a field day against Vanderbilt. Yeah, Quinshawn Judkins. Yeah, yeah. He got the number one, arguably the number one running back in the SEC. Him or Rocket, mm-hmm. and yeah, it's going to be a run fist. I don't think. Thing only thing I can um, say is Vanderbilt will be yeah. able to at least score some points because, as per the Kiffin tradition, there is zero defense on that Ole Miss team. There never mm-hmm. has been. There never will be. Or be so. Th- this will be like a for me, uh, thirty-five to seventeen type game, something like that. I think, I think Kiffin turns it up and they drop at least. I think Ole Miss drops at least forty-five. Yeah. I got Vandy winning. I think uh, I it's a legacy game. Really? really? Wow. I think this is the perfect game to happen, too. Ole Miss, usually with Lane Kiffin as coach, doesn't have a defense. And I don't trust Jackson. Game. I think they're really coming off the bye week. I'm going to try to save most of this spiel for the Ole Miss episode. But that too, the, defense at, the defense that Kiffin wants Pete Golding to run is more like the defenses that Pete Golding was running when he first got hired at uh, Bama and more like Kirby's and Saban's original defenses instead of the multi-front BS defenses that he was running the last two years that really made him get fired. But he technically left for Ole Miss, but he was going to get fired anyways. So if he he's proven that he can have very good defenses in the past. Running Thing is that, though, who was on those defenses in those years versus who's on this defense now? Well, I'm just saying it's it's such a scheme upgrade from the three three five that Ole Miss has been running in the past that is going to make the defense by default better when they're not just running the three three five. The three three five is probably the worst defensive scheme. In college football, it's horrible. 
mainly just because we've gotten to the point where three rushers just isn't enough. Like, there's no def- even with Bama at times. Like, there was no defensive line where you could rush three and still be extremely productive. So the the only defensive coordinator that's been able to have consistently good defenses with the three three five is the dude from Tulsa that's now at um, TCU. And he had a decent defense with it last year, but you saw as soon as he faced a high-efficiency offense, it was over because he couldn't just take away one side of the ball from his opponents and shut down the entire offense. The three-three-five, yes, it is very good at shutting down one side of the ball, but if you can do two things, the defense is getting cooked. Yeah, and that's 90% of offenses. There's no like one-trick pony anymore. But yeah, uh, everybody agree Ole Miss is winning this? Nope. Yes. What? My God. Yep. Look, I I love Vanderbilt, even though I'm not giving him a good rep. I think 24 is there. You know, actually, I can kind of see his point because I think if Kunshan wasn't on almost. Yeah. You know what? Never mind. I'm going to make it entertaining. Vanderbilt's winning this game. I agree with T Mac. Y'all are cracked. Yeah. No. at least three touchdowns. Vanderbilt's winning this game. It's not even close. Ole AJ's Miss won by at least AJ's three won touchdowns. one of the greatest quarterbacks in our generation, dude. He's insane. He's um, good at funneling balls. He's. Wait. But, um, say, like, what, like, what is going on with like Eye Black these days? Okay. Because like, when I, I played a simple quarterback, right? I even did like the down, like baseball look in football. I'll now see. you have Jackson Dart yep, put out the whole ass cross straight down his eye. I'm like, bro, like, how do you even see with that crap going in your eye? You know, know Walmart. Walmart, Walmart uh, uh, Scarface. But dude looks really lame doing that. I mean, Walmart Scarface. It just Jackson Dart is like that guy who thinks he's popular in school, but in reality, everybody just really doesn't like him. He's the new all. Bo Nix, right? In he's ways, yeah. Only difference yeah. is instead of like having a father in the past, your father is Lane Kiffin, and he's still coddling you to this day. Because I've never seen a quarterback, you know, sucked off more. Than AJ Swan with children. I mean, it's I, I gotta start making that joke. That's it's I've washed my, it out. I don't my care. daddy's Patrick Nixon. He won eight games in Auburn in nineteen. Hey Pat, hey, Pat Nix. Hey, he was he, good. Yeah, man, last second drive, ninety three. They won eight undefeated games season. Day, undefeated season. My old coach Terry Bowden. I'm just gonna old Terry Bowden. What a guy. Yep. AKA uh, what they call him, the uh, Porky Pig. Speaking of Bo Nix and Auburn. That's what we're going up to next. Auburn at home versus Vanderbilt. And here's where I'm about to catch a lot of hate here. Auburn is not going to have a good year one. They're not. When you have an entire team built of transfers and a new coach, and it's just completely new, you're going to have to change the system. And it's not going to work out in the first year. And I think that this is going to be a close game. I still have Auburn winning it, but I would not be surprised if this is like a three to six point game. Because Why can't this be like an LSU of last year? First year, Brian Cook. It's not impossible. And also, look at when you look at Auburn, first, we don't even know if Jarquez Hunter is going to be playing. So if he's not, then that's a whole nother thing to look yeah. at. Real good, though. Yeah, you got Brian really Batty, who's good, he's but he's not Jarquez Hunter. Well, okay. So Jarquez Hunter, I'm not as high on him as y'all are because he was backing up 
Higsby, but he was used as a change of pace back. So Big Bigsby's just hammering down people's throats while Auburn spamming halfback ISO and quarterback read option plays. And then you just put it in Hunter. You run a wide zone concept to let Hunter pick his hole, and he just hits it, and his speed just takes him away. But if consistently you're only running, you're only spamming that wide zone, and you don't have the Bigsby power threat to wear these defenses down, you technically do. Probably, you got Brian Batty. I mean, he's not really a power. He's not Bigsby he's not level. Gonna be, he's not going to be a power threat. He's more in that Hunter archetype of player. And yeah, Auburn really needs that power back to complement those two guys, and I think they might have it in Jeremiah Cobb, but we'll just have to see. Regardless, though, it's going to the point that I think Vanderbilt's defensive line can eat this game. I think that Auburn is just not going to be a good team year one. Not just because not. I'm not saying Hugh Free sucks. Actually, not the transfers are bad. I'm just saying, putting it all together, it's not going to happen. I mean, in a year. this is the first time in a long time Auburn's offensive line has been better than their defensive line. So I'm That's actually true. not too high on what um, Auburn's or Van- Vanderbilt's defensive line can do in this matchup. Because unlike Kentucky, Auburn's offensive line is built more to like Missouri's in order to run that gaps that gl- gap blocking scheme that Hugh Freeze is going to want to implement. So that's going to really negate some of the effectiveness of Vanderbilt's offensive line. Yeah, yeah, it's fair, but I, I can't hog the show here. What else y'all got? T-Mac, Dane, Isaac? I mean, so from when I've, when I've spoken to Auburn fans and I've spoken to Vandy fans, they are very confident in themselves in this game. Like I've seen Vandy fans say they're winning this game by double digits. I've seen Auburn fans saying they're winning this game by 30. And personally, I think that Auburn will handle Vandy pretty easily. It's going to look real sloppy, and for some reason, I just feel like this is going to be a rain game because that's just it fits the vibe of this game. And I think it's going to be a real sloppy game. And give me Auburn thirty-one to seventeen. My my exact thought. I don't like it. I'm not giving the credibility of the guy who said Vanderbilt is beating Ole Miss, but they're not beating Auburn. It's a bullshit. Birdog, what do you got? Yeah, I got Auburn by a minimum of ten. I mean, in in uh, I mean, well, let's see. What actually, you know, it is at Vandy. So, um, have faith in the commie faithful. Come on. You know, uh, I'm sorry, but I still got to go Auburn by ten. I do. It probably would have been twenty. At, that's at now. least a that's at least a close game. I'll give you that. Yeah. Dan, you got anything? Yeah, Auburn's still Auburn. Vandy's still Vandy, and, and that is what it is. So. Yeah. You don't have Jake Keller. Sorry. I mean, like, I I want to yeah, give I mean, Vandy Auburn a chance be, at some of these know, games. They'll be better, but they're still going through a scheme change. Yeah. I want to give Vanderbilt well, I mean, like, credit here. At this here, point in the season, if yeah, coaches, I mean, I mean, the coaches I mean, are actually going to work out, their schemes will be implemented, and the players will be able to know what they're doing. All right. Next game, the game that one person has all been waiting for, going to South Carolina. And uh, it's another one that pains me to say it. South Carolina's going to win the game by a lot. I think. Yes. 
I think that their offense under uh, I'm forgetting. I'm going to talk about their offense. I still okay. So I will admit they lost a decent bit on their defense. You lost your starting corner. I believe you lost a defensive edge rusher. Like it's not going to be as good. But again, this is Vanderbilt, and I just see Dane going in and out, laughing and stuff. And <laughs> never mind. But um. Yeah, it's it's at South Carolina. Like this is going to be a game that they should handle pretty easily. Like I can't see it. You're all into handling stuff, aren't you, Luke? My name's not AJ Swan. What are you talking about? Nah. Mm. Well, um, I think there's going to be a lot of throwing in this game from South Carolina, and Vandy can't cover it. And give me South Carolina like forty-two to fourteen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be rough. I am not yep. a South Carolina believer. I just I do not believe. Like, I do think they're overrated, but they should win this game. Pretty I'm a easily. South Carolina offensive believer. Beamer but I also think Vanderbilt's going to score about 35 to 32 in that sort of range in this game. So give me about oh, hell no. Give me about 31 to 48. By this, you're sounding like Ole Miss's defense is better than South Carolina. I mean, I'm. Worse I think than- it is. Wow. It could be. South Carolina by multiple schools. They both have pretty rough defense. They do, but South Carolina still returns a decent bit, and their offense should handle. And Will's gone again. I mean, Ole Miss does have some some decent pieces on defense. I mean, they do have some some things. Will decided that he wanted to leave because he was pissed off at the take. I'm sorry, buddy. I really am. All right, well, uh, I guess we're ready to go into bye week but, number two. Oh, they got another bye week. Oh, I don't even know. Yeah, they played in week zero. Okay, so uh, we got to come up with another uh, variation. Community service. Of, How many players get caught doing community service? You know what? I really like that. We'll set the bar at three people because I feel and like gonna they're going to be practicing. Uh, and yeah. That would not be good community mm. service. Yeah, Vanderbilt. I'm taking the under. <laughs> wow. No faith in humanity. That's, it's going up. I don't like you, Dane. You probably do know community service. When Nothing Swan like won't that. be picking up trash, he'll be picking up kids. That's true. <laughs> that is for sure. In ways, though, in ways, that would be community service. Because, like, exactly. you're servicing service the children. If you think about it, it makes sense. All I'm saying. (laughs) If you need a babysitter and, you know, uh, what's his name? Kitna isn't available. You got your backup. You can go down to Nashville, drop off your child for the weekend. You know, go see a concert. Explore the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It'd be beautiful. Uh, Vanderbilt's got it all. Uh, Academics. Go for it. Technically, it's the Country Music Hall of Fame. Rock and Roll's in Cleveland. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. sorry. Right, well, right, we get, we get to move yeah, we can go on. Now. We can go on. Tennessee, the um, final game of the year. Uh, you know what? I'm about to say this because I want to piss Jason off a little bit. Vanderbilt is winning this game. I think Je- Je- or overthrow Joe is an overrated QB. I think that their offense isn't going to be nearly as good with Hyatt gone, even though they have players like uh, what was that receiver's name? I can't even remember. Um, no, not Tillman. Uh, he's the guy who's returning. Oh, uh, Brew McCoy. Brew McCoy, yeah. 
Um, I mean, was the orange ball not good enough for you, Luke? I mean, that's a preview. No, when you're playing Cade Club Dick, I don't think you're going to be doing anything. Like, that's – they played a poverty Clemson squad. Yes, I know we lost to them. I don't care. They still have a bad QB. Overthrow Joe's losing this game. The commies take it all. Run Same the table. between you know. 60 and 100. Uh, 12. Uh, yeah, not Tennessee scoring 60-plus. There, there, there's something to be said for 12. this game. You know, I think that Tennessee is overrated. I think that maybe – Maybe yeah. the defense isn't as good, and, you know, maybe yeah. Vandy has something to say. Do they? Absolutely not. Tennessee, 56-0. <laughs> there we go. I like yes. to hear that. Yes. There we go, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, if there's one game I'm more confident about than Georgia. This is the one. year. This is the game. Every single year, we're all rooting for Vandy. That's everybody who's not Tennessee fans are like, yeah, let's go, let's go, Vandy. You can do it this time. And I then they disappoint to us. The out there they disappoint. They disappoint us oh. by losing by 42 plus. It happens year in, year out. Yeah. And I don't expect it to change this year. I mean, in Knoxville. I, mean, I it, hope it does because we all hope for Vandy to make this competitive, but they never do. AJ Swan yeah. could be the next Kyle Shermer and be Tennessee's daddy. Why not? Why not the commies, man? I'm telling y'all. Have faith in the commie faithful. I would I'm double the time this episode if I explained why not. Yeah, I know I'm deluded. There will be no anchoring down. A, I'm living in my own island. But, um, you know, that's going to do it for the episode, but we got to give the sponsors, obviously, and I'm going to pass that off to Dane because I know he wants to do it. <laughs> I know you want to say uh, the, the sponsors, <laughs> so go ahead and run this. Come no, on. <laughs> and let's see. I'm not going to remember how to say it correctly, but this is not a toothpaste brand. Toothpaste it's brand. But Collegiate Traditions, make sure to go yes. check out their clothing. Um, not get all those Collegiate. shirts in there, their SEC shirts, unlike this one. This is a boring shirt, but what, uh, what is that? 20% off? With code yeah, wait, no, uh, 10% off. Yeah. 10. Oops, sorry for getting y'all's hopes up there, but 10% <laughs> off with code V2 Sports. <laughs> and then we've got Dubby, great little pre workout brand, energy. Just you know, Dane likes that. Powder. A lot. I don't know, it's good. I really like it. Love it even. Um, use code V2 Sports for that for. 10% off as well, I think. It's 10%. $2. There we go. 10%. Yeah, yeah we've got 10% again. I'm getting the hook of this. Um, <laughs> let's see. We've it. got... Uh, we've got it. Seat Geek now, too. We've got there Seat we go. Geek. You get $20 off for... There we go. It's got to be a new account. It's got to be a new account. <laughs> <laughs> and you get $20 off of that. Make sure to use a new email. All of that. Um, These couple minutes... Is there anyone, any other ones I'm forgetting? Uh... The other clothing brand, um, you got Collegiate Traditions, you got On-Field Apparel. No, you're right. I forgot about On-Field yeah. Apparel. My sorry, sorry about that, but uh, it's okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what, what our it's V2 Sports, but I don't know what the deal is. <laughs> this two minutes is more entertaining than actual football games from Vanderbilt. But um, I don't know. T-Mac, you know the sign-off? It's a great way to close. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night from the V2 crew. Good stuff. See you, boys. Good job.